0: Welcome to Woody Online. Thank you for tuning in to one of our pre-recorded services. Our community is based in Cardiff and we meet every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. If you're ever in the area, we'd love to see you there. We hope you enjoy this week's message and that it inspires and blesses you. Morning, I'm Martin. If you don't know me, I'm one of the other leaders here. I'm going to be chatting to you, not for very long. But the theme of today comes from 1 Peter 5. So we've been looking at the book of 1 Peter. And there's a lot of advice in there. We've been chatting about it for a while. And today, what I've had a look at, and I think has come out of this, is the theme of being role models. And you'll see as we go through that role models, it's a big theme through here. So we're going to start with reading the passage. And what I'd like us to do is read it together. Let's read God's word together. So, all at the same time, whether you think you're good at reading or not, the words are on the screen, no one's listening to you. Try and read what it says. You right? <laughs> or there we go, here we go. Right. So to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock, And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another because God opposes the proud but shows favour to the humble. Smash him. Thank you, folks. Okay, first things first. As you read that, some of you might be immediately thinking, ah, this has nothing to do with me. I can turn off now. I'm not an elder, and I'm not a young man. No. You've got to listen as well, I'm afraid. This is for everybody. Those people who don't consider themselves elder, and even if you're not a young man, you can listen. Somebody called me young man the other day. Felt great. Um, (laughs) God's word is for everyone. When Peter wrote this, he had members of the church in mind. um, But he was thinking of the church leaders at the time in this place. And the, the church spread out, spreading out because of persecution. This, remember, was a patriarchal society well that's how you sign patriarchal I was just waiting for it because that's one to learn Patriots, so that men were in charge so this is you can think this feels like it's written to the men but actually we know that we have female leaders Annabelle stood here as a perfect example of a wonderful female leader we have many lady leaders in our church who are wonderful so we are now in a place where we recognize the shift in inequality and that this message is for all of you for all of us So with that in mind I'd like to talk about role models Um, and this passage is about those people who are in those positions about who we look up to so I'd like you to chat for a couple of seconds with the people around you and then I want you to yell out when I ask you to some people who you consider role models so I'm gonna give you a minute 60 seconds who are role models to you boys at the back chat to each other who are role models People, who are role models? If you don't know what it means, ask someone. Who are role models? You've got a minute. Go. Okay, a couple of seconds. Okay, people at the back, I'm going to start with you because you are massively engaged in that. So, role models. Who in your life would you see as somebody you look up to, somebody who's a role model? Lionel Messi, not a bad one, actually. He was on my list as somebody I was thinking because it's not just about the football, but apparently his conduct is very good and what he does. So thank you for that, Theo. Okay, go on. No, give me one. Four. Where do you think you are? Last one. No, give me one. There's a lot of people here. Come on with it. Who's JW? No, okay. On to the next But Sorry, that was a... Anyone? Right, okay chat about that later <laughs> come on then who who can't get be, be brave shout jesus hey right you've done the sunday school answer now the one i wasn't expecting who are role models for you i honestly don't know aline come on god you see on the same level thank you anyone else dave grove. dave grove thank you oh yeah he's he's very humble you know well done read the passage over here, the discussion was not, at the moment, certain politicians. That was interesting. To go the other way to not look up certain politicians. But don't say that on camera, Martin. Don't do that. Um, anyone else? Come on, be brave, please. Your co worker, Stew. Your co worker, stew. Yes. Thank you. Family. Your family are role models. Thank you. There you are. Anyone else from the middle? You're being very quiet. You know what I'm like. No role models in the... No, I'm joking. Of those people you are thinking of then, the people you've thought of, and we had the answer from Fiona that none of them come close to Jesus, do they? He is, he is that ultimate role model. Aline recognized it as well that we have that role model in Jesus who is just phenomenal. He is a fantastic role model. He lived this perfect life and the perfect life of what to do. It kind of, Peter then, takes lots of Jesus' characteristics and outlines it in the perfect leader, this perfect leader, and as I was writing, I re- sorry, writing this, I thought, this reminds me of Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, do you know this scene from Mary Poppins, folks? Yeah. Do you know what they're doing right now? Yeah. They are singing. I was going to sing. Don't worry, I'm not going to. This is the song, "The Perfect Nanny." The perf- they who they believe they need as their perfect nanny, and this is what they say. Okay. So have a cheery disposition, rosy cheeks, no warts, play games, all sorts. You must be kind, you must be witty, very sweet and fairly pretty. Take us on outings, give us treats, sing songs, bring sweets, never be cross or cruel, never give us castor oil or gruel, love us as a son and daughter And never smell of barley water. If you won't scold and dominate us, we will never give you cause to hate us. And it made me think yeah, okay, that's a pretty sickly sweet list, isn't it? Of the perfect nanny. And then, of course, if you know the film, Mary Poppins arrives and changes their lives. Peter's list, of course is a bit shorter. He's got four points that he makes in this passage. Peter says that the leaders, the role models we need to look up to, those people in that position of authority, they should not be greedy, that they should be eager servants, that they should be humble, and they should be an example to others. The four things that Peter recognizes are really important for people you think of us leaders then if I point to if you think about the leaders of the church and I'm not just talking elders and pastor I think we've got group leaders we have worship leaders we have leaders of different areas in the church and many of you loads of you are leaders which is amazing how do you find yourself when you read that list if you think of it as a tick list do you think yeah actually we have leaders who those four things that works for It's what we aim for, isn't it? I know us as as your eldership, it's what we aim for, to be an example like that. And if we fall short, please help us. We recognize that we make errors. We, We make mistakes. Talk to us. But in love, please, rather than just yell at us at the front, which is harder to take. We would appreciate, you know, you keeping us in line according to these principles and prayer for us. Praying for us as leaders because we're human. We are not a magical nanny who pops out of the sky and does everything perfectly and flies off when the job's done. We're humans who are dealing with this as well. So we'd appreciate your prayer. And I love how Peter uses this picture of a shepherd. He's got this picture of a shepherd. And as we're getting into Christmas time, children, how many of you have started learning about Christmas, ready for a Christmas performance at some point? Uh, some of you getting your, I can see your hands going up, but we're getting into our nativity at my school. And, and are any of you shepherds? Have any of you been told you've got to be shepherds? No. Okay, it's all right. You will be, don't worry. I was at one point going to get everyone to have a, a tea towel on their head and wrap it up. And I thought this would be fun if we could all be shepherds. Because actually, there's something to that, that that, that role of a shepherd is really important. The Christmas story shows, and we'll learn more about that over the coming months, of who they were and their role in the story and why God picked them to be the people who brought the message. Because they weren't these mighty role leaders, role models. They weren't like the elders and pastor, these positions of high authority and, and wonderfulness. They were lowly. They were, if you could, to be avoided, you didn't hang around with shepherds. And you didn't look up to them, that was for sure. Shepherds had a a lowly position. However, they weren't to be messed with. You didn't mess with a shepherd. It's interesting that you've picked David earlier for his mighty worshipping, because actually we know about David. David started off life as a shepherd boy. If you think about our young children, he would have been in the field the same age as these guys, protecting the flock. He would have had a stick and his sling to look after his father's flock. And he wouldn't have been afraid of anything that came in, whether it was a wolf or a bear or other people trying to steal it. He would have fought them off. The words I've got here, that he was a protector. David was a protector. Shepherds of the same elk were protectors of the flock. They stood up for what was right. They they were there. David grew up to be this, this Goliath killer, the giant killer. But he started this little boy. Shepherds literally put their lives in the way. I can't remember where it was, we'd learned it, but I think it was here. That when you thought about where shepherds were, they would sleep and there'd be a fence and then they'd sleep in the gap. So anything coming into the sheep had to cross over them to wake them up and then they could jump up and protect. Shepherds literally put their lives down for the sheep, for the flock that they were pasturing. And everyone has a flock. If you just expect the four of us to be the shepherds, we're in trouble in this church, we've got a whole bunch of leaders who are shepherding. We've got our deacons, and we've got our elders, and we've got the um, life group leaders. Don't you like these pictures? Thank you, Luke, for those. I think they're cracking. This is, these are on the website if you haven't looked yet. Proper professional. I've used that photo a lot. Um, brings up the best in us, I think. We are all in positions of shepherding flocks, even if it's only one person. Even if you sit there thinking, "Well, it's not." If your parents, you're shepherding. You are looking after that flock. Another film reference. I like a film reference. Are you all familiar with the film Hook? Yes. Hook, boys. Do you know it? Because this scene at the end of Hook, if you haven't seen, I'm not going to spoil it. It does have a happy ending, by the way. But the film Hook, it's about Peter Pan, but Peter Pan has lived in the real world for so long, he's forgotten he is Peter Pan. He's forgotten who he is. So then story happens and he spends some time in Neverland again and he goes back and he earns back the trust of the Lost Boys. He has to earn that back and he has to become their leader again. And then at the very end of the film, Peter Pan stands here in front of these Lost Boys and he commissions them. And he commissions them to look after everyone smaller than they are. It's a lovely one of those... I'm not crying, this is onions moment. Um, and this little fella right at the front with the curly hair, he's the smallest of all the lost boys. And he looks at Peter Pan and he says, but who do I look after? And Robin Williams, who plays Peter Pan, is excellent because you can just see, he goes, never bugs, very small ones. And this boy's like, oh, all right then, that's all right." And it's lovely because he's given them all this responsibility to be shepherds for everyone smaller than them. Now, we've got a lot of people here who are smaller than us. And whether you talk small in size or maturity or understanding, we have this role, this amazing privilege to be shepherds. Never bugs don't exist, remember. You've got to look out for those people who are smaller than you. And if you're struggling from that point of view of being a leader, please come and talk to somebody. If that role of being a leader actually makes you feel anxious, makes you feel worried come and talk to somebody and we can pray and we can talk about that because this should be something that we know is a challenge but it's something we're stepping up to children you might have just turned off because I started talking to the grown-ups talking to the grown-ups about being leaders and you think that's nothing to do with me well actually it's a lot to do with you because you've got to look at us who are the leaders You've got to look up to us and think, are we doing it right? Do I want to be like you? Is there something you do that I think, I don't want to do that? Or are you looking and thinking, excellent, I can see myself doing what you you are doing. Becoming the leaders that we want you to be because you are the next leaders. You small people are going to be leaders one day. And that's exciting. And then I want to just look at Peter's last comment there in verse 4. Because he talks about the chief shepherd. And we've identified the chief shepherd already. Jesus. Jesus, the chief shepherd. Over all of us. Forever. And he says that when the chief shepherd appears, we will receive this crown of glory that will never fade away. If you think about the Olympics, the winner was given a crown and it was a crown of leaves, wasn't it? Do you know that? Teacher, sorry. Um, You would have been given a crown if you won, but eventually that crown, because it's made of leaves, would fade. Those leaves already picked from the tree would die, and that crown would eventually become a souvenir, it would be brown. Even our king's crown, if it isn't looked after, and over the years, it will tarnish. The gold won't be what it was, the material will get will get damaged. The crowns of our earthly kings and, and leaders. They will fade away. They will become nothing. But Jesus wants to bring us this crown of glory. Leaders. Everyone. We've got this promise of a crown that will never fade away. He has that ready for you. He has that ready for all of us. From the very smallest person to the very biggest person. That crown. We we need to wait and we need to believe in him. And we need to be ready for when he comes. And we don't know when that is. But I think we can be assured that that, that crown isn't a heavy crown of responsibility. It's not something that's going to weigh us down. That isn't what Jesus wants us to wear. The crown that we wear is a crown of glory, it's this crown of light. And it's his glory. And you'll notice I've missed out the bit about young people submitting to to the grown-ups. I think I'm going to put that in the Woody Weekly, so look for that, because there's more about this. Go and read this passage. See what it means to you, especially if you're a leader. I'm going to pray to finish. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you that you give responsibility to us. Whether we are called to a position of leadership officially, or whether we recognize that we lead others in discipleship, as parents, as as friends. Help us and equip us with what we need to be in that role. That when we think we aren't good enough, we know that you are. That you have everything we need and we can draw from you. And if this is a struggle, Lord God, I pray that you will stand with us. That you will guide us through those hard times And lead us into a place where where leading is a joy. We thank you for your constant companionship with us. As we go into this week, thank you, Lord God. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to Woody Online. We hope this week's message has inspired and blessed you. If you're ever in Cardiff, we'd love to see you at one of our Sunday services at 10.30am. Don't forget to check the show notes below for our contact details. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to tune in again next week for more inspiring content. We look forward to connecting with you soon.